are so many amazing perks of being sober. And one of my favorites is that sobriety allows us to take self-care to the next level. And it gives us such a sense of confidence. There's really nothing like feeling confident in your own skin. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, One Skin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. I've told you about how when I got sober, one of my favorite things was starting a skincare routine because that was not something I ever prioritized before. But let's be honest, knowing what the best skincare routine is can be a little overwhelming. That's why I'm excited about One Skin. There's no complicated routine, no multiple step protocols, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code HAPPIEST at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code HAPPIEST. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, and when we get sober, they can almost feel magnified at first because we're adjusting to feeling all our feelings again rather than using alcohol to numb them. I was honestly really surprised when I got sober at how many emotions came up for me. I remember literally saying, I have so many feelings right now, and it felt really overwhelming having to feel them all. But the great thing about that is that it gave me the clarity and awareness that I had some things to work through, like people-pleasing and like my own self-talk. That's where therapy can be so helpful because it's a safe space to get things off your chest and begin to work through what's been weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happiest. Hello and welcome to Happiest Sober Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you've had a great week. Full disclosure, my week was pretty rocky this week. I had like a couple really bad days this week. Just like nothing bad really happened. I just had a couple of days where I was just in a really, really, really bad headspace. I was feeling anxious. I was feeling really like critical of myself and kind of down on myself and just like a whole mess of emotions pretty much um but I shared this on my stories this week as well when I was having that day and something that I really realized like towards the end of it was like it dawned on me that a couple years ago I never would have been able to imagine having a day like that and not wanting to drink and not being like really desperate to drink and desperate to just like shut it off and numb my feelings and I remember in like early sobriety feeling like pissed off sometimes being like oh my god this sucks because I really want to drink today and like I've taken that off the table um and it, it it like occurred to me towards the end of the day like wow that thought didn't even cross my mind today like it, it wasn't even a thought at all to be like I wish I could drink today um and so that's just like really cool progress to witness and um I said this on my stories and I'll say it here as well that if you're in those early days where like hard days feel extra hard because your only coping mechanism aka drinking is not a part of your life anymore 
it's not going to feel that way forever, even if it feels like it's going to feel that way forever. Like I remember in my early days, like just not being able to imagine it not feeling that way forever. So um, just some reassurance that like it it doesn't, it gets easier. And like eventually, yeah, you, you'll just notice one day like, wow, that, that didn't even enter my mind. That's such big progress. And what's so cool about like, going through that bad day is I really realized today like I was driving back to my apartment from my mom's house earlier this evening and I realized like I'm in a great mood today and it was only two days ago that I felt like I was in like a pit of despair (laughs) in my head like it was just like a terrible mental health day I'm definitely someone who like when I'm in a good mood I'm in a good mood and when I'm in a bad mood, like I, I feel it. Like I, I feel my feelings very deeply. Um, so I, I was thinking to myself, like I'm in such a good mood right now. I feel like so like optimistic and enthusiastic about my life. And it was only a couple days ago that I was feeling so, so shitty. And I really was reflecting on like that I think can really be attributed to the fact that I'm not numbing my feelings anymore. I'm not drinking to cope with things anymore. And when we actually allow ourselves to just sit with our feelings, that means that we get to process them and that means that we get to let them properly pass. And I think if I had drank to get through that, I would have woken up the next day feeling even worse, I would still have all those feelings and all those like thoughts of self-doubt and anxiety and everything that I was dealing with that day. That would still be there because I wouldn't have actually let myself like sit in it and feel it. And then on top of that would have been all the feelings that come with drinking, all the like magnified anxiety, shame, guilt, everything. So it really dawned on me like how cool that it's only like two days later and I did a complete 180 and I really think it's because I just allowed myself to just go through it and not try to numb it and just like not try to do anything I just let myself sit with it um so I think that's really important to like really notice and so something else that I shared on my stories this week that kind of uh it got me thinking on the topic that we're going to be chatting about today, which is how to kind of navigate dealing with other people's judgments and opinions on our sobriety. Um, I shared a story from this week where I got my hair done and while um, while I was getting my hair blow dried, the girl blow drying me was just chatting. We were chatting about the holidays coming up and what are our different family traditions and foods and this and that. And she was like, oh, um, uh, are you big drinkers in your family? And I was like, oh, like my family drinks, but I don't like I quit drinking two years ago. And her immediate response was like, wow, good for you. Um, she's like, I really respect people who don't drink. And I found that to be such a refreshing response to me saying that because I have had like a couple not so nice responses recently when I've said that I don't drink. Um, and so it just led us into a really kind of nice like honest conversation where she said yeah you know I think I might I think I might want to quit one day like I'm, I'm definitely not an alcoholic but I do notice myself drinking sometimes like to cope with things like you know I had a family member over recently and I definitely was like oh I'm gonna need a couple of glasses of wine to get through this kind of thing so um, it was just a really nice honest conversation Um, and so when I shared that on my stories I got a couple messages back because I referenced that like I've had some not so good responses to me not drinking recently and I got a couple messages saying but how do you deal with that how do you navigate that and that's a topic that's come up a lot 
um, in general for me, like in the community lately is people struggling with people in their lives not being supportive of their sobriety, not understanding their sobriety or just people judging them and um, how to navigate that. So I thought I'd chat about that this episode because it's definitely something that I've dealt with. I think it's something that a lot of people deal with. So in my mind, I really kind of categorize this into two things, which is the group of people who we're close to in life, people who matter to us, people who like whose opinions matter to us because they're either like our family or our close friends, people in our inner circle, and then the people who like, if, for lack of a better way of saying it, people who aren't so important to us. So like acquaintances are just kind of like, you know, the peanut gallery who have their opinions, but they're not super... Um, close people in our lives but it's still very easy to get caught up in like worrying about what others think about us regardless Um, so to chat about the people close in our lives and this is really something that I hear a lot of people in the sober community say that they struggle with is people close to them not really getting it and not really being supportive it's something that I dealt with as well um And so the first thing that I think is always so important to remember is that almost always, or honestly, I would even just say always, other people's discomfort with our sobriety is 100% a reflection of their own discomfort with their own drinking. Someone who's a normal drinker and doesn't really have any issues around alcohol and could take it or leave it wouldn't care less if someone else drank or didn't drink it's the people who are uncomfortable with their own drinking because you're not drinking shines a light on their drinking and it like holds up a mirror for them and I think also especially if there was someone who you used to drink with a lot I think it's a real combination of like they're losing a drinking buddy and that's really hard for them and then at the same time if you are drinking buddies and maybe you're Um, drinking habits were similar then I think that can really make them feel like well if you're getting sober and you're saying there's a problem with your drinking then what does that say about my drinking because we drink the same amount Um, so I think it really does like people not being supportive can feel so hurtful in the moment I've definitely been there but I think it's so important to remember to not personalize it because it really is just their own internal messy feelings about their own relationship with alcohol and I think too like if someone wants to drink and a sober person's there like I remember feeling that way first of all I know that if one of my close drinking buddies got sober while I was still drinking honestly I think I would have had a hard time with it so I do I do get it um but the, I think the other thing as well is that if you just want to drink and like let loose and get wasted and there's a sober person there, you feel uncomfortable and kind of self-conscious to do that because they're not doing it with you. And when like you want someone to validate your behavior when you're drinking and you're uncomfortable with your drinking, you want somebody else to validate your behavior by doing it with you. And then there's also the aspect of like knowing that if you're getting really drunk and acting like an idiot, that person's sober, they're seeing everything you're doing, they're going to remember everything you're doing. Um, So I think that's another level of it is that like if people are big drinkers and they want to be able to drink, they don't want to feel like there's like a sober person there judging them and watching them. Um, So (laughs) all of that to say that 
our sobriety for people in our lives who were close drinking buddies who were party friends or just people who have complicated relationships with alcohol themselves this can bring up a lot for them and it's not about us but that obviously doesn't take away how hurtful it can feel especially when like when you're in early sobriety you're in such this like fragile place yourself you're doing such a hard thing and all those emotions feel really raw and it's such a struggle that you want supportive people around you. So something that I found really helpful, and this is really in terms of like people doubting whether you have a problem. I think that's something that comes up a lot more than you would think. And I think a big part of that is because society has a very, very specific image of what an alcoholic looks like or what someone um, with a drinking problem looks like and oftentimes people who have problematic relationships with alcohol like their lives look pretty okay from the outside and that's why I think it's so important to talk more openly about this is to normalize that like it's it's everyone um, that can struggle with this so I think that that's a big reason why people sometimes don't get it is they're like you're fine so something that was really helpful for me was really when I was in those conversations especially with people who didn't really get it really making the conversation not even about my drinking but about how my drinking made me feel because when people are just watching your drinking from the outside especially if they are big drinkers themselves, it could be very easy for them to form an opinion and be like, I'm with you, like you're fine, I don't think you have a problem. And so if the conversation is about whether or not you have a problem, then people are going to have an opinion because because they do, they have an opinion, they, they are part of your of your life and they're around you and they have an opinion on what they what they witness. So if you make the conversation not even be about their opinion on whether or not you had a problem or whether or not you have a healthy relationship with alcohol and you completely flip the conversation to be about what is happening internally in your life, that's something that they can't argue with because like I am the only one with my own lived experience of what drinking did to me. I'm the only one who lived inside my own head, who felt how drinking made me feel the next day. And so by making the conversation like alcohol was wrecking my mental health, alcohol was making me feel this way, um, like I have to do this for that reason, like people can't argue with that because they can't argue with your own feelings and your own lived experience. They can watch you from the outside and say, I don't think you have a problem. But if you're telling them, no, actually, alcohol made me anxious, depressed, you know, whatever it made you, they they can't tell you that's not true because you're the only one who knows so that kind of reframe really helped me feel more equipped to have those conversations and to kind of like shut down any debate about it you know like it's it's not up for debate this is my experience this is how it made me feel this is what I have to do for me and something else I would say is just relationships do shift when we quit drinking and that's okay because Alcohol is like such a huge part of socializing in our society. That's just what it is. Like it's it's the fabric of socializing and our 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 society kind of re- revolves around it, revolves around drinking. And so just remember that like 
it's completely normal and okay that relationships might shift as a result of this and it doesn't mean they have to shift permanently um but i find i did find it helpful to just like kind of practice empathy and be patient and of course this is if it's like an important relationship in your life um to be kind of patient and willing to have those maybe uncomfortable conversations because when people view drinking as such this like bonding thing that is an adjustment in a relationship it's not something you're doing together anymore that inevitably just brings stuff up so even just like reminding yourself of that because I feel like oftentimes our our pain is feeling like something should be a different way than it is so even just to decide like okay this is gonna take some adjusting for some people maybe and that's okay and if there's someone who really is important to me or someone who's worth keeping in my lives then they'll come around to it and they'll they will be supportive and if not then maybe this is a relationship to reevaluate and that's okay um and like I said I think last week if if some things do fall out of your life that's just opening up more space in your life for even better things to come in Um, and so maybe your relationships will shift a bit maybe you'll keep the same relationships and it'll just be a bit of an adjustment period or you'll find new even better ones Um, and that's always where connecting with the sober community can be so 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 helpful because you can make new sober friends and then also you have other people to talk to about Um, the dynamics of relationships with drinkers in your life and that's just so helpful I find just to have someone there who at least gets it um, and can relate to that is so key and so I think another aspect of navigating judgments is like judgments that aren't necessarily coming from the people super close to us in life but judgments where like you're going to a party and you're making small talk and like are people going to be weird about you not drinking or maybe like at your work Christmas party um, worrying what coworkers will think like all the people who like are in your life or people who you're interacting with and you're just worried about their judgments um, this is where like honestly I think and I'm going to give some tips on this um, in a second but I do just want to speak to the fact that like this is an opportunity to really practice letting go of what other people think and like that's I feel like a lifelong battle a lot of the time and like I think that's a reason that a lot of us drank in the first place was to kind of get out of our heads and feel more confident and not worry so much about what other people think and so it's okay to be worried about that but I I just like to think of it as like I don't remember who says this, but I know there's someone, someone in like the self-improvement movement that says like, oh, it's just another fucking growth opportunity, AFGO. And like, I really like that and even kind of framing it like, okay, I might come up against some judgments or people thinking, you know, whatever they're going to think or being weird about it. And that's just like another opportunity to grow and to practice letting go of what other people think and to really own this. And again, like if you encounter someone at a party who's gonna like make a joke about you being no fun or I don't trust drinkers or whatever they're gonna say um just to constantly keep coming back to like that's about them and they probably have some issues around their own drinking or they're insecure about their own drinking and to practice not taking that personally um and like obviously you can set boundaries too though don't feel like you just have to like stand there and take it if someone's being disrespectful like 
you don't I think the great thing about being sober is that like you're always clear-minded to be able to evaluate the people you're spending time with and to be able to um, set boundaries and have respect for yourself like I love how much more self-respect I have in sobriety I look at so many situations from my drinking days where I tolerated shitty things and I tolerated like you know people who didn't really respect me and so that really is a gift in sobriety is as much as like it's an opportunity to practice like not caring about what other people think and not taking things personally and also setting boundaries respecting ourselves and um not tolerating other people being shitty towards us so like I will say and I am going to do a full episode on uh, dating sober because there's a lot to say on that but I did once go on a first date with a guy from a dating app and some of his friends were in a band and they were playing live music so he invited me to go watch and it was my first time meeting this guy and I didn't realize it but like all of his friends were there and they were all standing around getting wasted and one of his friends called me boring they were trying to order a round of shots and she went boring when I said I don't drink and like I left the date. I was like, mm, I I'm not into this guy and I don't have to take this. So bye. Um, so yeah, I do think that that's something that was something that actually made me feel really like empowered in my sobriety that I was able to look back on that situation. Like it was obviously kind of a shitty situation as I was in it, but I was able to look back on it and be like, okay, clearly not my group of people. Um, and, but like, I was like I got to drive myself home after and I was like oh my god if I was like drinking on that date I wouldn't have had the clarity to see how wrong this person was for me and like how how much I didn't want to associate with this group of people I mean you know I would have been one of them anyway but you know what I mean so like facing other people being judgy and weird about our sobriety is a real opportunity to practice like really having our own back and respecting ourselves and yeah not not tolerating those kinds of things um so on that note I do want to give just some tips about if you're going into a situation so maybe it's like a party especially um if you're listening around when this episode's coming out it's the holidays so if you're going to a holiday party and you're nervous about other people's judgments about the fact that you're not drinking um a few tips so my number one tip if you're heading into a social situation and you've like recently quit drinking or like not everyone there knows that you don't drink or that you're not drinking practice what you're going to say like to me this is such a huge one because when you're in that situation and someone like either offers you a drink or asks why you're not drinking if you like haven't gotten clear in your head on how much you want to tell them on what your reasoning is going to be that you want to give them like it's so easy to get so flustered in that moment and like for me sometimes when I'm flustered I tend to accidentally overshare (laughs) so something that really helped me was like early on when I was still getting comfortable going to things and like not everyone in my life knew yet that I didn't drink I would literally be like okay what am I going to tell them how much do I want to share with these people like um And just having that answer ready really, really helped me. Um, And so that leads into my second tip, which is like, you don't actually owe anyone your story. And like, not everyone is entitled to hear it. Like, just because someone's asking why you don't drink, it doesn't mean that they're entitled to hear your whole story. I think people definitely have to earn the right to hear it. And so just being mindful of like, Like for me, I share different things 
like when this comes up based on the situation, based on the person, based on like how I feel like it's going to be received by them based on how comfortable I feel in that moment like there's a lot of factors to it so really just getting clear on like how much am I comfortable sharing with this person and you don't even have to tell people that you've quit if you're at a point where you're not comfortable like for me in the beginning I just said like I'm not drinking that felt safer for me at that time that's okay that's that's amazing it made me feel more comfortable in the moment um so maybe you're driving maybe you have an early morning maybe you're taking a break like you don't if you're nervous and it's adding a lot more stress into your life right now especially like if you're in the early days where it's already hard enough sometimes just to like get through the night without drinking don't add that stress of like feeling like you need to let people in on it especially if they're people who you know don't really need to know so you don't have to share anything that you're not comfortable sharing um so really just get clear in your head before the situation on like what you want to share on what you're gonna say something I've even really kind of noticed recently like even in the past few months was like I've been in situations where people ask like oh do you not drink when they notice I'm not drinking and then I'm like no I quit a couple years ago and then sometimes they'll ask so I'll, I'll share a little bit and then and then they go oh like good for you and I go thanks and then there's a pause and then sometimes like out of awkwardness like fill the pause <laughs> with more information that didn't need to be said and so something I've even thought of recently is like just when they say like good for you and I say thanks and then there's a lull because this happens a lot actually like just practice being like yeah so more for you like just like you could add a little funny line and just to like wrap it up in a lighthearted way if you want to I thought of this months ago and I haven't done it yet because I'm not that smooth I guess when I'm actually in the moment but even like you can you can be lighthearted about it you can say whatever you want to say whatever makes you feel the most comfortable in the moment um so just definitely spend some time to get clear on that because it will take so much pressure off of you when the question comes because it it probably will because that's the world that we live in and my last tip is that like alcohol-free drinks are just so 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 huge and especially the ones like if you're comfortable of course not everybody is and that's totally okay but for me early on like I didn't want to stick out with like drinking a water or drinking something that was clearly not alcoholic. I found a lot of comfort in pouring an alcohol-free glass of wine into a wine glass. Like I got uh, sober during the pandemic as well. And in those very early days, I got on Zoom calls with an alcohol-free wine and didn't tell the other person that I wasn't drinking because I wasn't comfortable to share it yet. And like it was really comforting to just have that option so that I could stay sober but not even have to disclose it to people. So even if you're not really in a phase where you're like necessarily hiding it, but if it makes you feel more comfortable when you're at a party to just have like some sort of alcohol-free drink in your hand that like doesn't make you stick out that you're not drinking if you want to avoid the onslaught of questions, like there's no shame in doing that. And like it is really funny now though because that was something that I loved in the beginning was like having alcohol-free drinks just so that people didn't really notice or ask questions. Um, but now it's the total opposite. Like I went to a Halloween party this year and I had these like pre-made mocktails that I was drinking and if no one's like looking closely to read the label, they would have no idea it was alcohol free. But I found myself feeling the opposite way. I found myself being like, I hope these people know I'm not drinking. Like I, I don't want people thinking I'm drinking. I want it known that I'm sober. So it is fun to just see like that change in mentality. So if you're in the early days and you feel so self-conscious about it, like hopefully that's just a comforting thought that like 
eventually it can really shift to something that you're super proud of because for me it definitely has and lastly and maybe most importantly leave when you want to leave like especially if if you feel like uncomfortable with the people you're with or you feel like they're being maybe judgy or unsupportive you don't have to stay you don't owe anybody anything so if you can even drive yourself there that way you have a really easy out um, and you can go when you want but yeah don't feel obligated to stay past when you're comfortable because your sobriety comes first a hundred percent of the time but I'm just like such a strong believer whatever you have to do in those early days to get through it to make yourself feel the most comfortable like you're doing such a hard thing make it easier for yourself in every other way possible so hopefully that's helpful I know it's that time of year where there's just so much socializing all around but you can do this be easy on yourself and oh my gosh it's just like Never forget how good you're going to feel in the morning when you don't have to be like, ooh, did I make a complete ass of myself last night? Like, oh my God, it's always worth it to not ever have to wonder that anymore. Um, And you know, sometimes I cringe at my sober moments as well, but at least they're sober moments and at least I remember them. (laughs) So that's just life and it's okay. I hope you have the best week. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you are enjoying the podcast and you'd like to rate it or leave a review, that would be so amazing. I'm cheering you on this holiday season. You've got this. Don't forget that life is happiest when you're sober. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.